Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Hello and welcome to this edition of Travelwise Podcast. I'm Phil Blizzard in Dubai and on this occasion, very much an interview special. We interview it as we have a mountainous edition of Travelwise. We're combining or looking at the Swiss Alps, the snow-covered Swiss Alps and the rather bleak barren Jebel Jays in the northern Emirates of Rassel Kamer. So we're starting off with Ryan Pahl, who's a TV presenter, adventurer and keynote speaker. And catching up with him as he begins a journey across Europe, climbing mountains in various countries. And we join up with him in Switzerland. And then after that, we'll be journeying across up to the northern Emirates of Rassel Kamer to look at some new attractions at Jebel Jace, the highest mountain in the UAE. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Well, on the show today, Ryan Pyle, it's great to be catching up with you. Last time we spoke was a few months ago. You were locked down in Istanbul. Now you've managed to escape, so to speak, and you're in the, the wonderful fresh air of Switzerland. How are you? I am. I'm great. Thank you, Phil, for having me back. And yes, uh, the last time we talked, I got stuck during the uh, COVID-19 global lockdown in Istanbul, and I was there for four months and just recently managed um, to uh, to exit Istanbul and Turkey in general, and now I'm in mm. Switzerland. So it's wonderful to be here, and I'm back filming again, which is even better. Even better, as you say. It's great to be going back to doing what one is passionate about. So uh, where are you in Switzerland? And uh, tell us a bit about what you're up to. Well, uh, yeah. So at the moment, I'm in a very small town called Lenk, uh, which is in kind of south central uh, Switzerland. And I have been spending I, I arrived here kind of in early August and we've started filming uh, an episode of my Extreme Trek series on BBC Earth and Amazon Prime. And what I'm basically doing is I'm walking across Switzerland. So Switzerland has this cross country trail. It's called the Via Alpina. And it's 20 stages and it's 390 kilometers and it goes from Vaduz in Liechtenstein all okay. the way to Montreux on Lake Geneva. So 20 stages. What uh, section are you on at the moment? Uh, what sort of stage are you in terms of the overall uh, adventure across Switzerland? I am, uh, I'm 75% done. I just finished wow. uh, section 15 yesterday. Uh, and today we're doing some interviews. Uh, every, every couple of days we take kind of like a day off from trekking in order to catch up with some interesting personalities. And so that's what we're doing today. And tomorrow I'm back on the trail on stage 16. Well, I've been following you on LinkedIn with your posts there, which seems to be a stage-by-stage -stage account of uh, where you are. Uh, scenery looks fantastic. The weather must be pretty amazing compared with what we are going through here in the Gulf region at the moment. So uh, nice, clean, fresh mountain air and cool temperatures, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, summers in Switzerland, trekking in the, in the high alpine valleys and stuff like that is, is a dream come true. And it's funny, like we are meeting a lot of people on the trail and and they're all swiss you know it's it's just a strange time to be traveling because i'm really the only person you know not from switzerland that we've we've met uh, we've met a few other europeans from from holland um and from denmark but uh but for the most part it's just the swiss people aren't traveling internationally so they're traveling at home and I'm just running into huge amounts of, mm. of other Swiss people on the trail. So it's a very strange time to be traveling with no other international travelers around, really. That is very much what I anticipated in many ways because of uh, 
uh, borders perhaps being closed, restrictions, quarantine. People can't go away for uh, a, a nice mountain trek and then spend two weeks in quarantine on their return, I suppose. So give us some indication of the the level of the stages. You know, you're talking extreme treks. Are they very de- demanding? Uh, well, some of the some of the sections are not very demanding. Like some of them are, you know, essentially the Via Alpina was set up. Um, you know, for, Switzerland is a big, big trekking, mm. hiking country, but a lot of people just do day trips or they do weekend trips because they have real lives and they have jobs. And and you know, if you break down each section individually, it makes for a very strenuous day trip. Um, and so in that sense, it's not very extreme. Although sometimes you can get up to altitudes of almost 3,000 meters above sea level. Yeah. And of course, we got caught in a hailstorm the other day. So Mother Nature will play her tricks on you. But what we you, really you need those to do challenges, is, don't you? You need these challenges at times. You do. It keeps you honest or else you're just walking around in Switzerland <laughs> exactly. being like, geez, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So what yeah, about. Mother Nature has to slam you down every once in a while. And more from Ryan in a short while as we find out in the next segment how how Switzerland has opened up to travellers and explorers during this COVID era. And also what Ryan Pahl has got lined up in terms of further productions for his TV series. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. What about um, other activities? Are you coming across people doing, I would imagine it's very popular for uh, aerial sports, hang gliding for example. Are those activities taking place? Yeah, people are mountain biking uh, on some of the same trails we're walking on. Uh, we've seen a lot of people paragliding, uh, hand gliding. Uh, we saw a couple people, um, uh, you know, skydiving the other day. I mean, Switzerland, uh, Switzerland just seems to be this strange little bubble where everything seems to be kind of going okay. Uh, you know, if you, I haven't really followed the news much because I've been trekking and in the middle of nowhere most days, but, um, you know, you have to wear a mask on public transport. Sure. Uh, sure yeah, yeah. And of course in the hotels and the buffets and, and the food and dining and things like that, you know, everyone's kind of socially distanced, but apart from that, everyone is just outside enjoying the beautiful nature that is Switzerland. And, um, and it's Excellent. been, uh, and it's so been lovely. Tell us a little bit about your team. And, uh, I know you've, you've got a, a guide from, from Switzerland, uh, assisting you with your trek. So what's the size of your team regarding the filming of, uh, the program series? Yeah. So with extreme treks, I always travel with two camera operators. Um, and, and on this trip, I've got Chad Ingram, who's been working with me for 10 years. He's my director of photography and I've got Daniel Milton as a, another camera operator. And then part of the extreme treks television series is that I always work with a guide. Uh, who knows the country and who's local to the country. And, and, and on this trip, that's Ursula Geiger. And she's, um, she's Swiss based and, and, a, and a Swiss mountain guide. So she's with me on the trail just to make sure uh, we don't get lost. And also, adds, <laughs> I know, and is also just someone to, to joke around with and, and enjoy the company of and, and learn, you Excellent. know, yeah. Switzerland through her eyes. Yeah, great stuff. And a lot of local knowledge being garnished from her, no doubt. So just quickly looking ahead, what's going to be your next adventure? And, uh, yeah, tell us about that. Well, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got five more very long and challenging stages before I get to the Swiss Riviera of Montreux, uh, which wow. is where we end our journey. And then I've got a few days off and then we're driving, um, up to Poland to do another episode. So, 
you know, I basically made the decision to stay in Europe for as long as possible, just as a as a place where it's you know where we Indeed. can travel Indeed. relatively freely without having to fly because it's just too difficult at at the moment. I'm going through airports and dealing with those hassles. So uh, sure. we're driving up to Poland and we're going to do another episode in the Tatra Mountains in southern Poland and Krakow around Krakow. And then um, I was there last year. Wonderful. Krakow is oh, a great yeah, base, beautiful. and um, we could see snow on the mountains, and that was like uh, May, I think it was. So, uh, yeah, enjoy that. And uh, I must say it's been great catching up with you. And uh, what's the time frame for Extreme Treks, this, uh, you know, the Swiss adventure going out on, uh, on air? Well, we have to finish eight episodes and then give them to BBC and Amazon Prime, so it won't be out until Q4 next year. And, uh, right. you know, hopefully the world will be in a better place by then yes. and uh, people can sit back and enjoy and actually maybe travel to some of the places we went to uh, during this lockdown. Indeed, looking forward to it. Well, Ryan, always a pleasure and uh, great to chat with you about you and your adventures and uh, stay safe and uh, well, let's catch up when you're in Poland. Thank you, Phil, and it's wonderful to always connect and uh, stay safe in Dubai. Ryan Pyle, always good to catch up with you and uh, filming in Europe, in Switzerland at that moment before heading across to Poland to continue a number of programs for his Extreme Talk series on Amazon and BBC. Right, taking a little break, back next as we head up to the Northern Emirates of Rasselkamer and a couple of aspects. A talk to the CEO of the Rasselkamer Tourism Development Authority about some new adventure attractions at Jebel Jace, the highest mountain in the UAE, part of the Hajar range of mountains, and also starting off with our interview with uh, Raki Phillips about their shortcation promotion, which started at the beginning of the summer. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. What well, a travel special. We're at the award office story in Russell Kamer. And I'm really, really excited actually because I'm meeting people for the very first time in real situation, not on, uh, online, so to speak. Racky Phillips, good to catch up with you in reality. How you doing, Phil? Great to see you as well. Yeah, great. It's really good to be out and about. And of course, I mean, last time we spoke was right at the start of this campaign, the shortcation. And today is what? The climax of it because you've announced the winner. Absolutely. And we called him live on air and you saw he was shocked. <laughs> he surprised. thought it was, he, he wasn't sure it was for real, but we convinced him. So <laughs> it's did. good. Yeah. yeah. So as a little reminder for our, our listeners, the short campaign, short station campaign yeah. started way back at the start of the summer. How many months did it run for? Uh, it started on June 7th till August 31st, and it was really a play on words from how popular staycations were. So we wanted to beat the curve to it and called it a shortcation. We were able to attract some of the domestic market coming out of Dubai, Abu Dhabi, and the other Emirates to come up to, to Ras al Khaimah, where we have sprawling hotels, wide open spaces, great place for social distancing. And the campaign ran and, and was, a, was a big, big success for the destination. Before we get on to some of the figures, I mean, that's yeah. very impressive figures in terms of uh, how, how many people you have reached, how many people took part. You embrace all the hotels and the attractions into this campaign. We did. So basically the shortcation uh, campaign was you, you book a three-night stay at any of our participating hotels, which most of the hotels participated, and you would win two attraction tickets, either to the Jebel Jace uh, Zipline, uh, the Jace Adventure Peak, or to the Suwadi Pearl Farm. On top of that, kids would stay and eat for free, uh, and you would win weekly raffle draws, and one grand draw, which was what we gave today, which is a C-Class Mercedes-Benz 2020 brand spanking new parked 
right outside the Waldorf Astoria. I was Astoria. just going to say that. We're in the impressive uh, Waldorf Astoria. You've got the stage set up. You couldn't get the car in, but it's just outside, <laughs> and it is a wonderful-looking car. It is, so, definitely. A magnificent uh, relationship with uh, Gargash regarding the, the Mercedes as a prize and this wonderful venue. Definitely. I mean, they jumped to the opportunity, Gargash Motors, with the Mercedes-Benz. They were great partners and were able to both promote the destination through their database and through their contacts. And we were able to promote Mercedes uh, here at the Waldorf. And it, overall, I'm very pleased with the partnership. I guess really you started off as very much for the domestic market. Things have opened up towards the end of July. So has there been much of a response from people coming into the Emirates from outside the UAE? Definitely. I think um, what made us more attractive to the few international travelers that were coming yeah, in yeah. as travel corridors opened up was because we were the first destination in the world that was verified as a safe city hotel, uh, as a safe destination. And that included getting our verification from Bureau Veritas as well as a safe stay uh, with the WTTC, the World Travel yeah. Tourism Council. Yeah. Okay, some facts and figures now, yes. because you've had some very big numbers coming up on the screen. So yeah. Can you remember them all? I'll try my best, <laughs> but I think we had 15,000 bookings, which was pretty substantial, considering yeah. that people were staying for a minimum of, of three nights. Sure. Um, we had over two, almost 2,000 uh, uh, tickets to the zip line to right. the Jebel Jace Adventure Peak, uh, over 800 bookings at the Suwaidi Pearl Farm, Nice. We had 65 million impressions on social media yeah. and over 145 million uh, dirhams worth of coverage across all of our media channels. And then we had 40 influencers that stayed okay. with us as okay. well. All right, that's very impressive uh, figures Definitely. indeed, isn't Thank it? You. So that's great. So a starting point, uh, as things slowly sort of change and evolve in terms of travel and tourism, what can we expect from Russell Kamer as a destination well, over the next few months. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is the, is the shortcation campaign has positioned Russell Kema. We, we measure REFPAR, obviously, as you would know. We're number one in the UAE year-to-date for REFPAR, number two in the GCC, and these types of campaigns will continue. We're going to continue to have a lot more attractions. We've got a huge focus on Jebel Jace. Some, some phenomenal attractions. Bear Grills opens up October 8th. I was going to ask you about that because yep. I knew it was going to be fairly soon. October it is. The 8th, yeah. October the 8th, my wife's birthday, so I do remember that day. <laughs> Don't forget that. Uh, and, and you better be with your wife. I will, absolutely. She's eight months pregnant, so probably uh, not. No, but no, just stay at home. Stay <laughs> she'll home stay at home. I'll do the adventure. Congratulations on that. Thank you well. so yeah. much. Um, and the other thing that we're doing is we will have 1484, the highest restaurant in the UAE, launching the, uh, October 1st. So we're very, very excited about it. Those are going to be the two first attractions yeah. that open up. and then. But we've also enhanced the mountain. We have e-bikes that are up there. Right. We've put some new shading, great uh, play area for kids. And we've got just a lot of enhancements that are our hiking trails. We now will have the first destination in the world that has night hiking. Oh, so right. you can okay. actually go at night. We have uh, reflectors and lights that are beautiful and that you can guide maneuver, you guide you around Don't the mountain. Some of those steep drops, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Steer you away <laughs> yeah, from yeah, that yeah, and then you can yeah, have yeah. a wonderful experience. Okay. Yeah. So plenty going on. And, of course, the weather is... Uh, Slowly, it's slowly the perfect time to do it. Then, yeah. yeah, October, November would be fantastic. Great weather. Things are opening up. We are yeah, yeah. always taking care of safety and security and putting all the measures to prevent any challenges, especially with the COVID. And we're doing it. We both got our masks on, looking, looking sharp, smiling yeah, behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But we're very excited about it. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Travel Wise is a Phil Blizzard radio production. Email me at philblizzardmedia.com at gmail.
www.philblizzard.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. interviews.